Episode 6, I believe, of Old Men on the Mountain. 6 is the counting, and the counting is 6. Yes, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and now 6. We are back. My name is Craig Massey. I'm Jim Hall, and uh, this is the podcast where young people tell stories that they'll one day perhaps tell their kids. And with us today is Mr. Josh Androsky. I'm waving, and I immediately regret waving. No, I'm excited about Josh, and I'm okay with the wave, too. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. This it, was, it was heartfelt. Uh, well, it was a very sincere wave. This is mm-hmm. my first podcast, so uh, I feel... I think this is the first time I've been... Uh, my voice has been recorded. Oh, in history? Uh, I'm gonna... Yeah, you know? I mean, I've had, like... I've been in, like, a sketch before. Right. But never, never just the voice. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. You know, the face got a good face. It goes along well with well, the thank voice. You. Right? <laughs> thank you. you. Know, you're not gonna see the face. Unless there, if you want to, you can Google Josh Androsky and pull up a picture of me while you listen to this, and then you'll know what I look like. Mm-hmm. That's a he's good curious idea. too, because he, he, you're too afraid to Google yourself. I, heard, I know that's a phobia of yours. Well, it's I wouldn't say it's a phobia per se, but I don't. It's kind of a dickish thing to do to to Google yourself often. See, I've tried, mm-hmm. but my name's incredibly common. There's even a jazz famous jazz guitar player named Jim Hall. I like so. I like the often caveat. Because I yes. have Googled myself, and right. now I used to be on top, like on IMDb, like last year, mm-hmm. and then I recently did it, and now there's some sort of athlete or some, some person in the army who, who has surpassed me. I think he's in like rowing or something, but he's very good at rowing, mm. much better than the real Craig Massey, as I right, like right. to call him. As you like to call him. Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. the real Craig Massey. When I refer to myself in the third person, I'm the real Craig Massey. Well, one thing that, that I know Josh is good at is karaoke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and Jim as well. They love it. Well, These kids love it. We love the karaoke. Well, some of you out there might know this, but we're in a karaoke band along with our friend Tom Sigsby called mm-hmm. Rock City Railroad. Rock City! Rock City! Basically, we... Rock City. Perf- yes. <laughs> Thank That's you. correct. Thank you. Choo-choo. Um, <laughs> basically, we we like to perform blocks of songs. We play at the drawing room virtually every Sunday. Pretty much. It would take one of us being out of town uh, for Rock yeah. City Railroad not to play... The drawing room every Sunday. Like even last week, it was only me and Josh because Tom was out of town. So we formed a separate band called Starlight Express. The Starlight right. Express. And yeah. the drawing room is a bar in Los Angeles on Hillhurst in yes. Los Feliz. And it's, it's a total it's dive. A total but, di- yeah, but it's fun and people are nice. Oh, I love it. And, yeah. you do, and yeah. every Sunday's got the karaoke. It's a fucking hallway. But yes. The bartenders are fantastic and we really we, we get away with pretty much anything we want. I've, Diana, we love you. We love you, Diane, yeah. uh, and Mario, and Mike. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout-outs. But uh, no, the, the, the band really started, because um, we, we do karaoke a lot, and we're, I, I, I'll, I'm going to go on a limb and say we're, we're charismatic performers. I think so, yeah. Uh, and, and karaoke, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Karaoke is, is, I would say, 80% charisma, and about 20% singing ability. Yeah. And I feel like we fit in perfectly, right there. Isn't it pronounced charisma? Is it charisma? I, you know, I'm not going to say you're wrong because you're adorable when you say that. Okay. Maybe oh, it's more well, of the Shakespearean. Like, oh, well then, like, you can do no wrong for the rest of this podcast because oh, you said that. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm tickled pink. Tickled Craig. Oh. <laughs> right. Back to the charisma tickled and the karaoke. Sorry to um, interrupt. No, no, no. Um, it's I mean, your podcast. When it's we're alone house. sometimes, I mean, you have more charisma than I think I do. And I think you guys bring out the best in me when I'm up there. You know? Oh, now you can do no wrong. I well, feel like this is just right. a big love fest <laughs> oh, now. Nah, Jim's just fishing for insults. Yeah, oh. I guess. But 
There goes the circle jerk. But I do like it. I like the karaoke <laughs> and the circle jerking. Yeah, but it, he, I mean, people have done right. People well, have actually course. people have actually come up to us and asked um, because we we will go one step further than your usual drunk karaoke patron, and we will uh, actually do backup for each other. Yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you are a team, a band. We're, we are a team, and people ask us if we're in a band, and it just got old after a while to keep saying no to women who right. thought that we were musicians. And it worked out this past weekend. It was yeah. these two girls we were looking at. Yeah. And then after we performed, they came up to us and said, are you guys really in a karaoke band? But a bing. And we didn't have to lie to them now. Yeah, we didn't lie. It was like, yes. Yes, yes we, we are. are. Well, let's take a little break. And mm-hmm. let, when we come back, enough of this hootenanny. Let's, uh, let's tell some stories, okay? Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Welcome back from that fantastic break. This Miller Lite really tastes pretty good. Thank you, Craig. I'm glad I got that good deal down at the Normandy and uh, that's and a fantastic deal. liquor store, also in Los Angeles. I'm just happy I'm drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm happy you're here drinking beer and well, here to you. tell this story. So I'll let you uh, take it away. It's all right, story, by story Josh. time. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, all right, so I guess uh, to to start off, I um, I work in the television industry. Um, and by work, I definitely mean past tense. I worked. Yes. Tele- I'm currently unemployed, but for a good four years in a row, I uh, worked in the, the television industry, and I would uh, I would do a bunch of different shows, mostly reality, a lot of documentary-style uh, television shows where, you know, travel shows, like, hey, we're going to go to Sturgis, South Dakota to just be a fly on the wall for the uh, Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Mm-hmm. And oh, know, I'd love to see that. My friend Kava actually worked on a show about that too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I, anyway. uh, yeah. We're t- we're gonna show. It in, Isn't in, it pronounced Shava? Is that uh, Shava? Uh, no, there's no C uh, though. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, no, no C, no okay, H. I'm sorry. Right. I don't know how to spell. How do you spell Kava? C A V A. Oh, okay. Shava. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. see now I see where my mistake is. Anyway. Yeah. All right, but yeah. So 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 I do a lot of television shows, and and they mostly. I'm not gonna lie. Um, they're mostly terrible. Uh, I refuse to watch a lot of the shows that I do. Just not that they're bad quality television. They're they're quality mm-hmm. programming. Just not up my alley. I feel like that's understood. Like people may write a report at work or you know make a a road sign, and they're not looking at those road signs or reading those reports when they're at home. Right. It's work. Yeah. It's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's it's a funny line to tread working in television as a TV nerd and film nerd mm-hmm. to work on something you know. Oh, and techn- you are a nerd. Yeah. I, I am indeed. Uh, and technically, you know, I'm doing exactly what I want to do with my life. The unfortunate paradox is that it's something that I would never myself watch. Mm-hmm. So included in this is the Mrs. World pageant. Mm-hmm. Now, Mrs., not Miss or Ms. Oh, okay. That's important. Okay, yeah, I it's that. the Mrs. World pageant. And the Mrs. World pageant is... Uh, Exactly what it sounds like. It's a beauty pageant for uh, married women. So, uh, you know, they do have a lot of, uh, you know, for example, in, in one of the Mrs. Americas we did, they had a baby diaper changing competition um, wow. where there was like a diaper on like a baby doll and uh, we'd see who was the fastest. So like Home Ec, the game. Home Ec, the game, yeah. But then there was also, you know, like, hey, how do you look in a swimsuit? And how do you walk? Also you know, important. Evening wear and, and that kind of, you know, formal wear and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, so there's lots of like one-piece bathing suits. Yes. Pants suits. 
mm-hmm. attitude, large hats, yes, pearl necklaces that you would be expected to maybe bought from Sears or ah, but you got to remember we're talking about the international flair here. Oh, so Sears is pant not suits, a yeah, pearl necklaces, lots of sequins, mm-hmm. lots of feathers, lots of attitude. Lots of sass. Mm-hmm. Sass is in it, definitely in in supply. There's there's a high supply of sass. Cool. Um, and so what we do, you know, for the Mrs. World pageant is it's somewhere in the world uh, that is not America. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, they they're doing it someplace that's not America. And the main reason they do this is because a, a beauty pageant isn't a big deal in America anymore. anymore. It's really it's it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's not. People, it's more of a joke at this point, I would think. The the Miss America pageant is like I I believe and and I might be wrong about this, but it was on like PAX. Yeah, or, something like, know, or like USA or something. Yeah. yeah something like it used to be a network like a big yeah, deal like yeah, everybody yeah. knew who Saturday Miss night primetime Miss America. Let's go. Yeah. You know what's more popular than PAX? K-Pax on DVD. Uh, Whoa! Hello, K-Pax reference here. <laughs> Let's hope there will be more K-Pax references. <laughs> yeah, hey. I feel like every show you guys should do at least one K-Pax reference. I, I, feel, like, I feel like that's. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, rule three. That was that was okay, fucking right. brilliant. Good job, Jimmy. Uh, uh, that was good. Yeah. Okay, so um, that being said, we would go. We we now go places um, where the 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 community, the the city, the country would be more open and excited about an international congregation of married ladies uh, competing for a bedazzled crown. Mm-hmm. So this one, uh, this very specific story, takes place in Russia. Ooh. Hmm. So we got flown out, and the big reason why I, I decided to do this was because they were like, hey, we're going to fly you out to Russia for a month, and you're going to do a shoot. Um, you know, you're going to go all over Russia, and you're going to do it and get paid to do it. And, you know, do very little work. It, my, my job is essentially, um, when I do these shoots, um, I'm, I'm the interviewer. I just interview the ladies and, mm-hmm. you know, put together the packages of, like, you know, hello, I'm Mrs. Colombia, and I love to be in Russia, and this is my favorite part of Russia. <laughs> yeah. um, Miss Jamaica, everything going to be irony. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <Yeah>. Boom, become. <laughs> Wagwan. Uh, so, the fun thing about going to a country like Russia is you can't really expect anything to go as planned. Um, for example, and this is where the story, this is where the juice, the meat, the story uh, begins. I was looking forward to this part. We fly into Moscow, and we're in Moscow for a couple days shooting, and we're supposed to go to Sochi, which is on the southern tip of Russia, which I believe just won a bid to uh, host the Winter Olympics in Ooh. a couple years. Hmm. Gorgeous. Maybe they'll get snow. Uh, they, yeah, they, yeah. Did, uh, well, yeah, they definitely did uh, while I was there. We went, of course, because when else are you going to go to Russia? We went in fucking February. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's right on the Black Sea. Uh, it's like one of the southernmost parts of Russia. I mean, so we're, we're supposed to go there. Well, the Russian government uh, tells us, because, you know, we we're working with liaisons. Uh, and, and it's fun because uh, a whole portion of our budget is devoted to bribes. And we just say miscellaneous, but that means bribes. So we've got the mm. government officials, and money talks in, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in mm-hmm. uh, post-Soviet Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and bullshit doesn't really walk. Bullshit doesn't walk. <laughs> doesn't even float. No. Money talks, my friend. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get word from the, uh, the Russian government people, our, our liaisons, that, oh, the, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, is in Sochi, and we gave them your hotel rooms. We gave them all your <laughs> hotel rooms. So, uh, so you know. So, you know, you probably shouldn't go to Sochi uh, yet because you don't have anywhere to stay. 
And we were like, where are we supposed to go then, Russian government? Oh, we're going to take you somewhere very special. We're going to show you a place uh, that, you know, hasn't been filmed a lot. We need some good press here. Chernobyl. (laughs) Chechnya. (laughs) Oh, not Chernobyl. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Chechnya is where they took us. Now, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Chechnya. Not very. I think I, something in the mid-90s, maybe Bill Clinton might have sent a war party there there in uh Mm, there there was one international incident there uh in the early 2000s okay um where chechen rebels took over a moscow ballet theater and the the government gassed them i don't know if you remember this i vaguely do there was a hostage situation and a lot of gassing essentially um the chechen people have struggled for independence since the wall fell and they're a province of chechnya is a province of russia and they want to be their own country Mm-hmm. And they have struggled. It's been very it's in the bloody. western part of the country. This is sort of You're in the Estonia. middle. This is sort of in the middle. Okay, so they're fucking shit up like all sort of, all around the whole. Yeah, thing. no, the people don't really want to be a part of Russia, and can you blame them? Mm-hmm. Um, but so they're like, and and I at this point I didn't really know anything about. I, I sort of vaguely remember the the gassing thing, um, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna send you to Chechnya. We're like, oh, okay, this is. Whatever, you know, we got a place to stay. You know, we got a hotel or whatever. So um, that night, I do a little research, and I find out that Chechnya has, in fact, been in a very, very bloody civil war with Russia since the wall fell, and that their president, um, their president is one of the top five human rights violators in the world, according to the UN. Okay. So this isn't just some bullshit, you know, stat line. This guy Mm -hmm. is one of the top, according to the United Nations, Mm -hmm. Ramzan Kadyrov is this guy's name. One of the top five human rights violators. So when Ramzan Kadyrov Googled himself, he got that he... (laughs) He, Yeah. He probably went, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we we fly in, um, we go on this, and and nobody knows what's happening. We're all taking pictures and sending to our families. We're like, this is what we look like now. (laughs) (laughs) Please. There's something terrible My global coordinates are this. Yeah, please. Because um, part of my research that I found was that the last American to be in Chechnya was an AP reporter, and she found herself exploded by a bomb. Wow. So okay. it had been a decade since any American had stepped foot in Chechnya. And here we are, wow. the Mrs. World fashion, <laughs> yes. accidentally being sent on this, like, envoy to, to show some good press for Chechnya. So we fly into, as it's told by our wonderful uh, translators, the lawless province of Ingrusheka is where we had to fly in because the Chechen airport was still... It had been blown up recently, and they had to had to take care of it. So we fly into the lawless province of Ingrusheka, home of the city of flowers. Yeah, exactly, home of a million butterflies. Yes, and um, death, and death. Um, and we get out, and and we're met by like a wall of press because this is a big fucking deal for Americans mm-hmm. to be in Chechnya. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the one question we keep getting repeatedly asked is. Is RoboCop real? <laughs> yeah. What do you think about Tiger Woods? No, uh, it's, it's, what are you doing here? And in that manner, like in that, yeah, like, that makes more sense. Like, like this is pretty crazy. <laughs> do you know what's going on here? Are you aware? You and, might not ever leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And why are you here? Me being A, oblivious, and B, sort of an asshole, um, I, I sort of shut off. 
and I go into joke mode because that's how I that is my defense mechanism is mm-hmm. to make light of a that situation. Can, can relate people who might listen to this podcast would probably relate to that. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. so that's my defense mechanism. So I put my sunglasses on, and I'm like, it was well, you night. know, this was, was that- no, this was just indoors during the oh, day. Oh, okay. Uh, and and I go. Well, you know, my album just dropped, so, you know, I just want to get out there to the people. I want to show the people, you know, what this is about. In retrospect, that was fucking really shitty. That was really mean. These people have been fighting for their freedom for upwards of my life. Yeah, not a whole lot of perspective. Not a lot of perspective there. But, I, I mean, I did it. I'm, yes, I feel shame. I do not regret it because... I'm happy we can laugh about it now. I'm just happy we can laugh about it now. So, we're met by... Um, each, each crew, uh, now I'm one of the producers, so I've got my sound man, I've got my cameraman, I've got my PA, uh, and we each of our crews have our own military SUV. I'm talking, if you're familiar with the movie Syriana, the convoy of black SUVs that just rolls through a war zone. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't seen Syriana. They have the bulletproof tires that are filled they, with like jellies. So they like, did indeed. Shoot it. Yeah. They did indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we each hop into one of these, and, and we have one translator. Each crew has one translator. My translator, I actually met in the bathroom. They're um, coming for us. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, no. They're listening. <laughs> um, so I actually met my translator in the bathroom. Uh, we, um, I was in the bathroom talking to my cameraman, and I hear a voice, Oh, you're fucking Americans! Yankee cowboy motherfucker, dude! Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is his... Jesus. So, so I'm like, oh, man, that's... You know... That's yeah. our and and President Bush was the president at this time. This was our fucking. This is what the world thought of us. This was like oh four oh five. Yankee cowboy motherfucker dude. Yankee cowboy motherfucker dude. Love I'm it. like, where did you learn English, man? I learned English. My best fucking friend. I learned English from fucking American movie makers Quentin Tarantino and the movie Snatch. <laughs> 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 that is how he fucking learns English. And did they movie Snatch? Oh, that's great. So wow. he's our, good delivery on that. That's great. Oh, thank you. He's, this is exactly how he says it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you're doing so a good job. we're going through this, this convoy. You know, we're, we're going uh, 110 miles an hour down the center of the road to Chechnya, to the capital city of Grozny. Um, Cars are on other either side, like off the road. They see a military convoy, they know, eh, probably shouldn't fuck with this. So no. every about 100 yards or so, there's a soldier. And the soldier saluting us. And he's got a fire. And it's fucking Russia in February. And, was, and so I ask, like, oh, are those fires, that's to, uh, you know, that's to keep them warm? Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, that's the smoke screen. You're from the rebels. <laughs> Who were the rebels? Oh. The, the rebels were just the the rebels being the actual Chechen. The, the rebels being the actual Chechen people. Now, oh, okay. um, the, Russia really, really uh, short Those story. Those assholes. Um, and and this this is actually that's that's a great segue because the the main uh, bulk of the story uh, involves um, the political strife uh, of Chechnya. So so essentially, real quick, it's going to get real serious. About it's going to get a little serious. Let's do let's do um, some some sociology. Yeah, just real real quick, history. real quick. Um, there was, uh, after the wall fell, there was a Kadyrov. Um, Ramzan, the current president, his father, I believe, um, or grandfather, was the president. And he was super for independence. What, like, all about independence from Russia. Mm-hmm. Chechnya, um, I, I'm not sure if you know this, is the most Muslim section of uh, Russia. Incredibly Muslim. Hmm. Did, Did not know this. Really super over-the-top orthodox, like, as extremist as you can get without, you know, bombing or running planes into buildings, they they do. They are incredibly, uh, uh, very conservative. 
Me, I thought the Philippines was the most Muslim part of Russia. There you go. What do I know? Isn't it the Philippines? Um, no, I ruined it. I killed it. It's dead now. You didn't kill any. So I'm gonna You're go. Doing great. You're doing uh, great. No. So, um, Ramzan's father, grandfather, whatever, super about uh, independence, found himself shot, uh, and then Ramzan's older brother came into power. So the older brother um, was on the way to his. Uh, it was was at like a soccer match, and this is when the American was killed. The people that that they, they built this brand new ceremonial stadium. The people that built it put a bomb in the VIP box, and this is the American AP reporter was like interviewing. Wow. At, is this a Van Damme movie? It's insane. Wow. So so at this big soccer match, boom, blows up, brother dead. And um, then the the prime minister of Chechnya uh, takes power as the president of Chechnya. And on the way to the funeral for the brother, he finds himself in a car wreck. Hmm. It happens. It totally wasn't oh, planned. Yeah. No, Not oh, at no. all. Oh. And then the only Kadyrov, Ramzan, who isn't for independence of Chechnya, somehow is now in power and totally never dies. It sounds like the plot of the uh, episode one, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a little magical. So, so, so he, he's the leader now, and and there we have our, our bodyguards. We find out are the Katarovsky, which are like the black shirts or the brown shirts. You know, his fascist guards. His 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 personal security force. These are uh, these guys. So we we shoot for a bit. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, I could talk for hours about it. Um, but the the last day. We hear from our, our, our liaison, uh, President Kadyrov would like to have you for lunch. He would like to, he would like to invite you to a, a, a fabulous banquet at wow. his secret castle. I sense, I sense some bitter-tasting <clears throat> warm goat's milk that you're going to have to be drinking. If by bitter-tasting warm goat's milk, you mean copious amounts of vodka and amazing wine, you would be correct. That's what I meant. Yes. Uh, so we, we go there, and it looks like a Passover Seder on steroids. Um, just a big, giant, fancy table with, like, place settings and just super fancy. We get taken in these SUVs, like, turning, like, a bunch of different ways. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere, and there's just a fucking castle with, like, lions. I am not exaggerating. Lions. Just walking wow. around. And so we sit down at, at this huge table. On one side, it's the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Just young, beautiful Russian women and press. On the other side, it's all of us, the ladies, and then there's two seats at the head of the table. And this is where I introduce our executive producer, David. David. David is the perfect mix of Neil Diamond and Robert Evans. <laughs> so, you know, he talks like this, and it's a, it's a wonder how his, uh, his gold chains don't get caught in his chest hair. So... David, Robert, just to, to, to Neil Diamond, the famous singer, famous Robert singer. Evans, the famous producer, yes, who you know who kind of took over Hollywood or was the young gun in, in the, the late sixties and seventies. Yes, yes, okay. Just, thank just you, just Craig. to clarify. Thank you. Yes. That's, that's why you're the. That's why you're sitting there and I'm sitting here. Okay. The kids okay. have Googles, Craig. The kids have the Googles. Right, I'm not gonna be googling. You've been googling for. Why they Google? I can hey, tell them. I can yes. tell them. You don't okay. need to hear me. I use Google. Google. I use the Google. Okay. But this guy is the Jewiest Jew that ever Jewed. And he oh. proceeds to sit down at the... That was Neil Diamond's song, I think. It is? Yeah. Okay. This guy proceeds to sit down at the head of the table. 
We're meeting with one of the top five human rights violators oh, of yikes. all time. And he sits down in Homeboy's chair at the head oh, of the table. David, please. Please. That's like crossing Little Wayne when he wants to get out of his syrup. Uh-huh. He just wants his scissor. He wants his don't we all, syrup. Don't we all just yeah. want our scissor up in this yeah. crazy mixed up life? Shoes. She is. <laughs> so he sits down in his chair and plays it off real smooth when Ramzan comes a-walking. He's like, well, I, uh, I didn't want you to sit here all alone. We got two of our most beautiful women that would love to sit on either side of you right in front of them cameras. And so Ramzan doesn't speak a lick of English, but his, uh, his uh, uh, translator like says this to him. And Ramzan very politely nods, kind of has a belly laugh and sits down and, you know, is talking right, right. and <laughs> touching the ladies. The ladies are touching him. And it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful meal. Um, and so I, I go to the bathroom, uh, and I have to be escorted. While you're at the table. While I'm at the table. Just, just, I, I can't, I flip out, you just really kiss tired. myself. I am terrified. <laughs> yeah. no, so, so I go to walk to, to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, well, we're in a crazy castle. I'd like to snoop around a bit and see what's going on. Yeah. That bad, seems like the right idea. Bad idea. <laughs> um, I'm met by one of the biggest hunks of muscle I've ever seen. You don't go in here. This room is not open to anyone. You're standing in it. <laughs> I'm just resting, yeah. like, I'm drunk at this yeah, point. Because right, right. they just feed you vodka. Yeah, yeah, back off, Boris. Yeah, hey, Boris. No, but, but in all seriousness, if you say no to vodka, uh, it's considered very disrespectful. So if they offer you vodka, you fucking drink it. Oh, so yeah. I was wasted at this point. I learned I was... that from my own life and from Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, no reservations. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's like, you'd love to go in there. I later found out what I was snooping around were his rape dungeons, oh, oh. which is right around the corner from lunch. So we sit back, I sit back down with my entourage of guys that don't want me to walk into the rape dungeons in tow, uh, just in time to see Ramzan stand up and, and address us all. And he says something, he's very charming, very eloquent. And, um. He says throws, throws out Snickers to the crowd. Yeah, oh, candy for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Money, gold doubloons. Um, and uh, his translator says, Mr. David, as the executive producer, um, we are very excited to have you and your American film crew here. And I have fallen in love with one of your ladies, Mrs. Kenya. Now, they don't have black people in Russia. There just really aren't a lot of them. I mean, the Caucasian... I believe they call them African-Americans in Russia. <laughs> yes. Just, just <laughs> in Russia. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, they just, I want to be politically correct. If you're talking politically correct, the Chechen little children, like we had um, uh, yeah, two the, black choreographers. The street urchins. Uh, the street urchins in Chechnya. Uh, we had two black choreographers. They walked up to them and tried to wipe their faces off because they did never seen a black person in their life. Wow. They just thought that they were like covered in soot. It's amazing. So, Mrs. Kenya, gorgeous, gorgeous African woman, um, he's like, I, how, what can I, in my fabulous kingdom, give you to have Mrs. Kenya stay here and be one of my wives? And he gestures to the side of the table with the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Wow. These are his wives. This is his cadre, uh, chadra, if you will, of, <laughs> yes. of wives. I'm back! Very um, good. Yes. And, and David stands up and makes a gesture to the crowd. And goes, in this dump, I don't know, about uh, two horses, two chickens, a goat, and a barrel of fish. <laughs> wow. And wow. we... The balls on this guy. The, uh, the chutzpah is what... Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Chutzpah. Um, but 
he we're just mortified. Mouths drop to the ground, jaws yeah. on the floor. Yeah, like we're gonna die here. No. Did you you had you guys have brought your AKs? Our security is his his goons. There, well, those are our security. Mistake, but I continue. Right. So so we're we're just shocked at this. The translators are shocked. Every cameraman focuses, leans in on on Ramzan's reaction. <laughs> this and is gonna go viral. The the the, the translator looks at at David and he's you know leaving and David just twirls his fingers yeah go on say it (laughs) so the translator says it and there's just this silence that I'm sure only lasted about 30 seconds but I saw every memory that I've ever had in that (laughs) silence and I just I, I it felt like it took seven years Every episode of X-Files you ever saw flashed through your mind within 30 seconds. Every single hour of television, every single time I, I have ever thought, hey, that girl's pretty cute, went through my went through my brain in that 30 seconds. Every single and, bad hot dog you ever And Ramzan busts out laughing. Oh, thank God. Just the most hearty, real belly laugh. And then everybody taking his cue. <laughs> everybody else. Right, laughs. right, right. Yeah. And we're like... Whew. Thank God that's over. So we finish up our lunch and we walk outside. And you know, I, I light a cigarette and I'm. <laughs> there's a goat over there. That's weird. Oh, Russia. There's goats walking around everywhere. They have uh, goats in America. We have goats, but, but not, you know, walking around the street. Um, then two guys ride up on horses holding two chickens. And another guy comes up <laughs> with a barrel of fish wow. and sets it down. And Ramzan just walks up to David, just slaps him in the chest, goes, ha! Turns around, disappears into his rape dungeons, and we were promptly whisked away from Chechnya, never to be invited back again. But what about Miss Kenya? Was she okay? Miss Kenya was fine. She, she, She came back with us. She was totally fine. But, you know, it was just like a, fuck you, you're gonna do this in my house. And just promptly, like, we we had a whole day of shooting planned, but they they're like we go to the airport, <laughs> you know, wow. silent yeah. ride to the airport. Yeesh. Hey, well, you know, you know, you shouldn't be shouldn't be rude in anyone's house, especially you know the, the one of the top five human rights violators yes. Yes. going into the He's U.S. going to violate your human rights, even if you're just even if you're yeah. just standing, <laughs> let alone <laughs> provoking crazy. the guy. Wow. Well, that well, was. It seemed like you had a sense of humor. He did, as as I feel like most despots do. He did have. He was very charming. Had a good sense of humor, but you know there was that whole under the surface. I can rape and kill you, and no yeah. one will ever oh, find out. Yeah, we'll never find yeah. out. No one's no going to attack us. It's, it's yeah, it's totally fine. You guys will end up, you know, in Siberia in pieces. Mm-hmm. And I'm I believe still this is pronounced Siberia. <laughs> yeah, that's the time that I almost caused an international incident. Wow, that's great. Good one. Very good story. We'll, uh... Had some international intrigue. We'll, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it later. And you discuss amongst yourselves, but, uh... Let's take a quick little break. Good break, indeed. James Hall, here to tell a story on Old Men on the Mountain. Go. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. Um... Okay, we're going to take this all the way back to 1996 in the 8th grade dinner dance. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It 
I don't know if you guys had this. Well, obviously you did, Craig. We were in the same school, but no, gosh, if you I, had a dinner dance, it's basically the prom for eighth graders, essentially. So, I mean, we had we had dances, but there was never food incorporated. I mean, this this was we like got some food. You sit down and you eat. A di- it's the prom, and it's a, but it's in the the gymnasium. You know, it's it's not. And they set up tables, and yeah, do, oh, yeah. do you have a proper? Do they have waiters, or is it a buffet style? I don't remember, but I think there was some sort of food getting put on the tables for us. But I don't know. Maybe we got there and it was already there. I don't remember anymore, honestly. Actually, I remember the Civil War unit in eighth grade where we got food, but I don't remember so much about the sitting down and getting food at the dinner dance. But I think we must have. I mean, it's called the dinner dance. I mean, honestly, I couldn't even... Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Not not that clever of a name, but yeah. (laughs) But honestly, I really... I think we might have gotten dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, at the dinner dance. Wow, what a a thing. But honestly, I don't remember what it was or even how it worked. I just remember that's not really the point. Excuse the, me. I'm sorry. You're <laughs> sorry to ruin your story right. by trying to clarify. Jesus. Ooh. Sorry for those of us that haven't been to a dinner dance. Don't ask right. fucking questions. It just is. It just. It just. <laughs> just. I'm telling this fucking story. Okay? <laughs> oh my god, right. he's turned into a robot. Okay. He's gonna kill him. Well, anyway, and actually, this is even sort of connected with the Civil War unit a little bit. Basically, back in junior high, I was in a band, and it was a, we thought we were hot shit, and you know, I think our I think we were called Submerge or something. <laughs> something Submerge, I thought it was submerged. It, well, that was one of the original ideas, but eventually we dropped the D. I remember more having active. the discussion. Yeah, it's more of like like the verb. Yeah, it's more active. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the verb. Came the out verb. Later. Mm-hmm. Or and the verb, later the verb, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. but I mean, you did, you were unaffiliated, right? I well, I originally I, I left, and that was a big mistake. Oh, okay. Actually, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Well, they later got sued by the Rolling Stones, so that you're probably better yeah. off, right? So I, I guess well, the Civil War unit, this my band got to play. We wrote a song called War, <laughs> cleverly enough, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess it went pretty well. So they they asked us. If we wanted to play three songs at the dinner dance, mm. so that was like kind of like one of the more exciting sort of things that it developed. It was like, wow, really? Mm. They're really gonna let us do it? Like, holy live. shit! Yeah, I mean, it was like so. I was, and not just because live was popular at that point. Well, they were very popular <laughs> yeah. at that point. Um, so the song I, I I played rhythm guitar, but in one song I was the vocals for uh, "Bulls on Parade" by Rage Against okay. the Machine, which. Uh, that was actually kind of intimidating to do because I didn't really like Rage Against the Machine that much at that time. Like I liked them okay, I guess, but I wasn't really like a super fan. So like, not only did I have to learn all the lyrics and learn how it went, but I didn't even—I barely knew the song. Like, I didn't, you know. So well, you 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 learned it. So well, is it rally against the family with a rally full of shells around the family? Oh, rally around the family. Okay, that's like the time that Jim thought the what the. <laughs> oh, is it the Aerosmith song? Or? Last Child. I thought it was Bug in the Stream yes. instead of Punk in the Street. I don't... <laughs> yes. And the only, my only explanation is, to me, and, you know, this is all up to interpretation, but I think that riff really reminds me of being down on the bayou for some reason. It's like, bam, 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 so I'm like, oh, it's for, like, for the Aerosmith yeah. song. Yeah, yeah so a bug time. in the stream it was like, I don't know, maybe he's fly fishing. I don't know. That's just what it, I thought he was saying. It brings yeah. you there, right? Yeah, and that's what music is supposed to do. So did you do the the Zach De La Roca, which is a hard voice to to really mimic? Did you do the scream? Did you do? All I that? did as well as I could. I, I mean, Craig could probably speak to it better than I can. I remember trying, being like, "Bullseye for 
tried like trying you to know, do it, I, you know. So, like amazingly, considering how long ago it was, I I do remember. Uh, I do remember you doing this, and I, I don't remember it being bad at all. I remember being uh, impressed, maybe not enthralled, but impressed, and knowing at that age, probably I was a little cynical even then, saying like, you know. For a band of eighth graders, you know, they actually seem yeah. to know the chords. I and thought stuff. we were like, pretty good. I recognize you know? the song like fairly well. I'd <laughs> hate to hear the recording of us, but honestly, I think we were. I mean, you know what any eighth grade band would be. I think we were pretty good for an eighth grade band at, at, at any rate. Not a high bar. And even I remember doing that, and then like all these people that I would, I guess, describe the as the cool kids. After being like, wow, I had no idea you guys were so talented. I didn't know you were into music at all. Like, that's the whole thing. It was like, whoa. That was really? me. That was me. Oh, that was, was you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know you I was you so knew. cool with my, yeah, my bull haircut and my <laughs> t-shirt. Your Rutgers sweatshirt. I had a cool t-shirt that had a picture of a, a cat on on it that had alien eyes. And it said, take me to your litter. <laughs> Who didn't want to hang out with a dude like that? You were the cool kids. Plural. Yes. Yes. That's your well, nickname. Oh, hey, cool kids. He had his Marvel cards, and he <laughs> <laughs> I had the Marvel masterpiece <laughs> okay, cards as, right, well, yeah. as well as the regular. They ones. were glossy, <laughs> yeah. featuring Jim yeah. Lee drawings and other yeah, the hologram ones too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the 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 funny part of the story is it's before the performance on the day of. We're in New Hampshire. It was a hot day. I remember it was particularly hot and humid. And there we were at like four in the afternoon at school, lugging all our amps and stuff to get it up on stage and try to set it up. And we'd never, like, really set up for a show before. It was, like, intimidating. We didn't know what the hell to do. We had, like, PV amps. Yeah, we had we had all our... It was, like, a lot of stuff. And, like, we didn't know... We were just, like, trying to pretend as if we were professional. But, you know, really, I mean, how old are you in eighth grade? Like, 14? Right. It was just like, what the hell? Yeah. Anyway, and we had to be there early. We had to change into our suits there because... I'm sorry, suits? Because it was, like, a formal... Yeah. Uh, not not for the playing, but for the... We had to set up and oh. then set up for the prom. We couldn't go home first. We just didn't have time. It's right. like having two jobs for Jim at this point. Yeah, yeah I was like... Be nervous about the dinner dance and your date. Yeah, exactly. And... Marianne Dwyer was my date for the dinner oh, dance. Oh, great girl. Nice girl. Yeah, she was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we we finished setting everything up, and we're all, like, super sweaty. So we're trying to, like... There's nowhere to go to, like, take a shower or anything, so we have this towel. And we're just kind of, like, you know, mopping up around our underarms and stuff. Dan, who was the lead guitar player, he... <laughs> He undoes his pants and he puts the towel. All he's all up in his junk. He's like, "Oh man!" Like, "Oh!" Like, and it's just funny. We thought that was funny. That it's like, "Oh man!" He's like, "Swamp ass," you know, like, you know those kind of things that make you laugh. When you're yeah, and you're still right, now, right. sometimes yeah, I still laugh. Yeah. Like, "Oh, yeah. a little swampy yeah. down swampy. there." <laughs> yeah. So anyway, right? It it couldn't be thirty seconds after he pulls the towel out from his crotch and, and zips his pants up. The DJ guy comes in and he's like, "Oh hey guys, what's going on? It's really hot out there." We're like, "Yeah," he's like. Hey, do you have a towel? And we're just like, uh, so Dan's like, um, yeah, here you go. We're also we're all looking at each other now. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah, like, like, oh, eighth grade boys, yeah. like, it's like this is probably the greatest moment of our lives. Yeah. So the guy takes the towel and literally submerges his face in it. He's like, oh yeah, like, like I don't know how to like describe this. It's like you just washed your face and you have like your your hand towel and you're really going for well, it. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's bathing his face in a towel that was that was just in previous junk. His grundle. He was like yes. all in there. And then uh, grundle taint taint gooch. You, you, do, you do okay yeah, gooch. That's another. I think taint is probably appropriate, but I like grundle. That's more like old. Taint school. is too I, sharp. It's like taint. 
I like Gooch. I think Gooch is Gooch funny. is fun. In honest, we called it Grundle back then. I remember. Ah, uh, the old eighth grade Grundle. Yeah. Which was all over the DJ's face. Battle trick. Yes. Yeah. So, uh. Yes, all over his face. All over his face, kid. So, but he, apparently he didn't notice, or if he did, he was too embarrassed to say anything. But he gave his <laughs> towel back. We kind of had a, a really hearty laugh about it that I'm sure he heard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so then he must be like, wait, what the hell happened? He thought, yeah, so you think like, he thought I, it stunk a little bit, but he was like, was, he wasn't about to say like, hey, what did you do with this? Yeah, what, you wipe your ass with this? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's like gooch. I think at that point it's a little too late. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Did you rub this on your taint? <laughs> but the thing is, it wasn't like a classy guy. This is the kind of dude that had like bleach blonde hair, sort of mullet, and he was probably like 50 years old. He'd be like, yeah, I'm just doing this for the kids, you know? Like that I'm kind sorry, of... an eighth grade DJ is not a classy guy? Oh, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> newsflash. Newsflash, <laughs> no. this guy made a couple wrong turns. There's a life. life lesson for you. Yeah, at least be doing weddings, buddy. Come on. Yeah, like, how much money are they really giving him here? That's, this is crazy. So, you know, that was really cool. Then we eventually got to play. And Marcy Osberg, if she's listening out there, sung... What up, Atlantis Marcy? set with us. That was pretty cool. Yep, and she swore. I remember waiting no, to see if she was she gonna didn't. swear. No, she did She put the microphone into oh, the crowd. Oh, the other girl I swore. swore. No, Marcy, no. No, they, they, she put the mic yeah. up to the crowd, and then with the part with the, when, you did you fuck her? Yeah. They, the other girl said fuck. Who was the other girl? Yeah. Um, I don't know, it was like, you know, Mia and Oh, Robin out in the crowd, yeah. Probably Jody, Jody Jacobs. Yeah. What up, Jody Jacobs? What up? Um, Ramifications for swearing? None. I mean, we, this is the same school that we actually... I'll actually never forget this. In one of our, the normal Friday night dances, remember the song, or do you know the song by the Offspring called Bad Habit? About the guy, he's basically oh, just yeah. driving. And there's a, the part at the end, like, something's odd, feel like I'm God, you stupid dumb chick, goddamn motherfucker. So yeah. that part comes up. This is not the dinner dance, but a regular dance. The DJ turned the volume down in every kid screamed. to... Time with you, stupid, goddamn, dumb shit, motherfucker. In the, t- I mean, I remember looking over to the teacher and they're just kind of like, oh god. He was like, sort of yeah. like laughing. What, what are you gonna, gonna do? do? I mean, we already know. I mean, it's too late now. I mean, it's not like you can't unhear that song. You know, it's it's kind of like it's the way it is. The offspring's already defouled. Right. Your innocence. What did? What an extreme muckraking band the offspring <laughs> were. <laughs> too fly for a white guy. Was oh, that god. pretty fly god. for a white guy? Pretty fly. Pretty fly. Not oh, yeah, so it fly. wasn't a bad thing. Two no. fly would be bad, but that's pretty fly, that's yeah. a good thing. Hey, for a white guy. Mm-hmm. The caveat. Mm-hmm. So, I and guess... With Sublime, pulled out my mushroom tip. Oh, yeah. Oh. It went drip, drip, drip. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know she had that G.I. Joe kung fu grip. Oh. oh. So, I'm yeah. just realizing that's about a penis. You never know. That I, literally I never just, occurred. I no. really, it never occurred to me before that that because, like, I don't know, the mushroom tip that, didn't. Maybe you thought know, it was it about psychedelics. I thought it. I, I honestly <laughs> thought, like, so it's sublime. It's a drug band. GI <laughs> Joe, like, maybe had a hallucination and just turned into an army guy. Nope, it's about a hand. It's job. about a hand job. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> there we go. I'm sorry, man. I gotta take a moment with this. You, you guys keep talking. I'm gonna yeah, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, continue. Well, I guess I'll just kind of wrap it up. Basically, you know, we played the show. That was really fun. Band eventually broke up, but uh, you know, had fun at the dance. Had one of my first slow dances. Tried my best to not get a boner. <laughs> I don't think I was successful. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, "Oh god, you have to." Uh, yeah. You're only doing the eighth grade shuffle anyway, but you're sort of like, "Let's not get too close." Oh, now. God, <laughs> I, I don't think I had a date to that dance too, but I think I had like a. It was like when I was getting to be friends with our friend Martha, which we might think about later. But I'll just say yeah. hi to Martha. Hey, like, Martha. Yeah. yeah, she might. She's one of the twenty people who listen to this, maybe. 
And uh, you know, and then and then later in our high school prom, we had a nice dance too. Love you, Martha. Nice. She's she's a sweetheart. When I was uh, that age, uh, the, I was not only the fat kid. Um, oh, at me that too. Time. Yeah, man. I was like probably eighth grade. I was probably like two fifteen, two twenty. Um, which also made me the sweaty kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there Once was, you get beyond that too, And then maybe the also the smelly sweaty. kid. Is and then, as, yeah, yes, yeah, as yeah. a result, yeah. the smelly kid. I topped kid. out at 185, but 200. Yeah, I, I, my worst was 260, but that was in high school. But um, I was around like 215 at that point. There was one girl, Laura Krebs, who was the only girl that would dance with me because I was the fat sweaty kid. And she was like really cute. And just super nice. That's, those are the really rare good girls that you never really recognize. Moved away summer in between sixth and seventh grade. Never had another dance in all of like middle school, junior high. The one that away. got away, Laura Krebs. Laura Krebs. Thanks, Laura. Thank you, Laura. Well, uh, let's take a let's take a break mm-hmm. and uh, crack another one open. Mmm. Yeah. Let's Welcome back, podcasters. And uh, we have a question for you that I guess you could answer via email. Does it sound like someone's peeing outside right now? It's raining, which just, is, you yeah. know, just started raining uh, right when we were about maybe three quarters way through the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if you can hear it or not. This microphone is fairly sensitive. I've definitely heard cars drive by. I'm pretty sure you heard that police car drive by earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, it really sounds like one of us is just going to town, just mm-hmm. peeing all over the floor. Oh, yeah. And I want to oh, make that known. Yeah. That from what I see here, of the three, well, the three people in the room, the two people that I can see, and I know myself pretty well, I don't think any of us is peeing. I don't. Well, no, I just checked and I have to, I second that emotion. Mm-hmm. Third, it carries. It carries. Motion carries. None of us are peeing. All right. If I had a gavel, I'd go bonk, bonk. Bing, bong. That's not what, what it sounds like at all. I don't know. But well, I didn't want to make it too loud. Kids court. I don't want to spike the audio. <laughs> fair <laughs> or unfair? <laughs> uh, fair. <laughs> that was always the best thing, right? When they had kids like, my mom will let me eat dessert till I eat my vegetables. Fair. 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 Oh, really? I think that seems fair. Yeah, oh, it's for nutrients. Yeah, you gotta go to bed at bedtime, kid. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And then they escorted eight. me from the studio. It was weird. Yeah, it was really weird. You kind of ruined the show. In. I didn't fit in. So, um, I'd like to give a little video game update. I'm currently 92% through Uncharted 2. Ooh. That's you pretty really exciting. Wanna, wanna the life announced that? This is yeah. going to be a weekly thing now. This is going to be my new thing. <laughs> okay. Well, until Say you get a job Next week you're going to beat it. I'm 94% through. No, I'm going to beat it. I'll, I'll beat it by the next, the next show. Oh, yeah. don't. Cool. Is that a challenge? Will you beat it? I, unless I'm t- not good enough to beat it. I think I only have like an hour left. I think that it's... I dare you to put in that time. That's a gauntlet. Right. I could have finished it today. Right? I purposely waited because I've been enjoying it so much. I want to have something to do some afternoon. Well, make sure you get all the gold coins, too. I'm gonna have to go back and find a lot of stuff. There's like a hundred treasures. I think I found eighteen of them or something. Oh, so I don't know if I'm gonna really replay it, but you know, it's fun. Treasures. That doesn't mean anything. I'm not one of those people that needs to beat it a million percent. I just want to see the end. It, Is there not I mean? a, a an additional ending if you do it all? No. It's ah. it's just all like one of those oh, like. Fuck it. It's it's all that bullshit like oh you get the platinum trophy on PlayStation Network if you did right. it. It's like oh, okay, sure. Right. That'll you know, get not, laid. Yeah, exactly. Certainly won't. <laughs> maybe it would actually maybe it would I don't know I don't even know at this point I'm sure in all of the internet there are like by the law of averages alone there's probably a thousand people on the internet right now that would totally 
give away sex for a platinum trophy on the PlayStation Network. I would I totally so. believe that, yeah. I, Women. Mean, I don't know. I have a broken Xbox 360, but once I get that fixed, I'll, I will Google it on their internet browser. There you go. That sounds A lot of Googling. <laughs> New sponsor. A lot <laughs> yes, of Googling. Actually, well, you know, I'm not a big fan of Bing, so... <laughs> yeah. hey, just, guys, yeah. check out the... Uh, the new Google Buzz. <laughs> oh my god, it's, no. It's great. Google Buzz is the most I fucking don't really understand unnecessary. It. It's, it's The only terrible. thing I ever get on Google Buzz is John Wiener, our, our past guest from last week. It's, it's just his tweet, I guess. Or his well, Twitter. Of course, I've Twitter. linked mine to Twitter now, too, so if I if I do Twitter, it shows up on that. I mean, I guess I guess they're trying to unify them all to be like... Why? Because, I mean, cause, well, right now there's a million different places to look. Theoretically, you could be like, well, you already use your Gmail for email and chatting. Why not for Twitter, too? I mean, but I mean, you know, I think that's kind of what they're speaking thinking. of Twitter. And before we get to the lessons about this show, I think we have a lot of lessons. Can yeah. I put something out there? Yes, yes, please. I had a tweet on my Twitter earlier today about a joke involving Kevin Smith, and I said that Kevin Smith. It was a, an update that Kevin Smith died in an airplane right. crash. I saw that. I thought it was kind of in bad taste. I don't know if people That's are... That's what I was I, thinking, I just that if it was in bad taste. Yeah, I, I just laughed. for laughing, so we're going to was 50 That was a natural reaction. Because I know there was a bad airplane crash, but I also thought that he was a little bit too upset. So maybe if he actually did on that get get on that plane and then crash, it would have right. been... No, I see where you're going. I wasn't, like, offended or anything. I was just kind of like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have made that not joke. Not funny but... enough to be... Okay. I think right. that you brought something up here, and it's worth uh, exploring the notion of a final destination scenario where Kevin Smith is too fat to be on the plane, Ooh. so he gets kicked off the plane, but the plane crashes, and then death chases him and very easily catches up to him mm-hmm. because he's so mm-hmm. fat. It doesn't even have to be final destination. It seems like something that he could even make into a movie. Yeah. With you a know? lot of uh, quote-unquote witty dialogue. Yeah. Although I, I say yeah, that I know, like I like some comic I book reference but... maybe Stan Lee will show up. Yeah, I like Kevin Smith. I'm not even trying to shit on him. In the face. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, Craig hates him. I I I think he's funny. Although I the most recent few movies have been like whatever. But you know. Yeah, you know, uh, he's one of those guys that it, it, he walks the very fine line between um, making a movie and then windmilling his cock in front of a camera, just <laughs> right. like showing like boo, 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 loo, loo, mm-hmm. boo, boo, boo. here's my dick. Yep, uh, and his jean shorts should be rectified. I think. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, jean shorts. Never, never the answer. They're not. Never the, the they're answer. almost as long as pants, yet they're still jean shorts. You yeah. can obviously tell. And, Look it up. And once you wear jean shorts and you're captured on film wearing jean shorts, you can't go back. You're always known as that dude yeah. that wore jean shorts. But it's shorts. not like the like the like the tight like hipster jean shorts that like are kind of the, were in yeah. last oh, summer. Oh yeah, no, these are like, like these tight. are like Genko jean shorts. They're right. like Genko pants, but he's such a large man that they are shorts. Right? But I don't know. I think uh, not. I I don't think we should go into any more detail on this. Yeah. What did we learn today? Yeah. What did we learn? Well, um, I have to say, uh, based upon Jim's story, I learned to never accept a towel. From an eighth grade boy. <laughs> from a giggling eighth that grade boy. That sounds like a really good lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I also, uh, to uh, it's just a sort of sub-lesson from that. Anytime you're in a group of preteen, teenagers, whatever, teenage boys, and you walk away, and they all bust out into laughter, take a shower. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Get some Listerine. Yeah. yeah. Some Purell. Clean yourself up. Yeah. Something, something's even, wrong. Even some Clearasil. Yeah. 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 Something, something, <laughs> something's amiss. <laughs> I feel I feel like that's legit. I th- uh, I think that I I, I knew I, I knew this story previously, and it, it's always funny every time I uh, you know or they, this is the second time I had heard it, and it's it's funny, and I don't know if I get a lesson from it other than like the obvious lesson that you just told. Mm. But I do feel like from your story, Josh, 
that one shouldn't insult a warlord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Or maybe you can insult the warlord and still survive. Ooh. Yes. I mean, if you, he's still, if you got he's the still pumping. But, and then maybe one of your colleagues will be able to tell a story about it. Maybe I'm so wrong. Maybe, maybe you I'm wrong should. about that lesson. Maybe you wow. should do it. Because he's, he's alive. I'm alive. Yeah. And I got a great story out of it. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe that's story. the lesson. Mm-hmm. You should, if you're in the position, because really, what are they going to do? Kill you? <laughs> Imprison you forever? <laughs> <laughs> hey, live life like you're going to die tomorrow. And also, you know, but also be careful sometimes. You don't really uh, want to die tomorrow. It's a, juxt- it's a juxtaposition. Ah, uh, life. Well, that was a fantastic episode, gentlemen. A lot of fun. Every one we've been getting a little bit longer. We're a about, little bit. We're, we're about six minutes longer than the last one at this point, and you know, I, I feel like that's okay. I hope so. Yeah, hope I you hate. guys made it all the way through. I'm I'm really excited to be here, and uh, I know I'll be listening. Yes, thank you. Yeah, to to uh, to Josh. Uh, do you want to shout out any other things that uh, that do you have a you have a uh, I have a Twitter. Twitter. I have a Twitter. It's uh, Bocanonist. Uh, the religion from the book Cat's Cradle. So, Bocanonist, follow me, y'all, on on the Twitter. I have a blog, but I never keep it up, so I, I feel like I shouldn't even say it because that's well. Weird. If you don't want to put pressure, on yourself, I'm not going to put pressure. Do it. I'm probably not going to. Yeah. Don't so, do it. follow me on Twitter, guys, or just search for me, Josh Androsky, on Google. Yeah. Look at pictures of me. And you can and, follow. Oh, oh, I was going to say. Yep. And we have an email as well, oldmenonthemountain at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. We've got oldmenonthemountain.tumblr.com. dot com. Um, Old Men even... Podcast for Twitter. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. It's called Old Men Podcast. That's Old Men Podcast. Okay. No, you're in charge of that one, so I didn't... I, I am know. certainly... Every, all like those, little, those little tweets, that's that's, that's me. They're generally mm-hmm. pretty boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a great sell. Oh, well, <laughs> it, it, it keep you informed... For those of you that are interested, yeah. like for if example, you're looking today, for any hilarious jokes about Kevin Smith dying, don't look don't go to there. that one. Nope. But you know, for example, today I tweeted through that, "Hey, we're here with with Josh Ooh. recording, and look for it next week. Maybe mm-hmm. getting people excited." I know I'm excited. Oh yeah. Nah, now mm-hmm. I just came off like a douchebag. Oh well. No, you didn't. You didn't. Don't mm-hmm. don't feel bad about it at all. Well, okay. Thank you. Well, good job, guys. Good job this week. All right. Good episode. Yay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye.